Welcome to Kyle Mara Gets. We're back. We're back. Doing the pod. <laughs> we. No, it, it, it's me. It's me and the voices in my head. That is who we is. I am in Seattle. It is It is raining. How typical Seattle. I am in my uh, in my shitty hotel room next to the highway looking over a homeless encampment of at least 100 at least 100 tents. I don't know how many people that means, but yeah, we're kind of uh, the space needles to my right, the homeless centers to my left next to the highway. It's uh it's it's raining and miserable, really picturesque. I hope I'm painting a good picture for you. By the way, the space needle could be the most underwhelming thing I've seen in the US. It is, it is, I swear, it looks like, you ever like go, uh, like go like when you're looking for an apartment and all the, uh, like the cabinets, they're just like old and gross and just like, you're like, oh, is this for, did you do Leslie renovations in the seventies? That's how I feel. The, the space needle just, it could use a fresh coat of white paint or like, you know, what's, uh, make it like shiny or something. It's, it's just this dull tan what do you even do up there? I think I think I heard there's a restaurant. I'm not, I have zero interest in going there though. It just looks like a shithole. Um, but yeah, the rest of Seattle. You know, I'll say Seattle. It's kind of like like you ever go to Boston and you just feel like you're in one giant hotel with just no personality. Everything is like a pot belly sandwich and a Dunkin' Donuts. Seattle. It, at first, I was like, oh, it's gonna be like one of those cities, but there does seem to be some real like, even in like the new high rises, like the ground floor retail shops seem to be like mom and pop or just like more local business just more, not like not everything's just like a corporate thing or maybe just like west coast corporate that i don't know about and i'm just sounding like a real idiot right now i don't know i'm having a good time though i've been uh i'm at so I've, it's my third hotel over four or five days it just because you're travel. i'm doing this seattle comedy festival thing and you're kind of you're just going all over the general seattle area and uh, I could have stayed in one place the whole time, but I'm just an idiot, and I listen to the wrong people. And, uh, yeah. But my place last night, we were in this place. Uh, we were doing a show at the Auburn Avenue Theater, Auburn, Washington. And uh, I stayed at La Quinta. I thought La Quintas were supposed to be, like, higher-end, low-end motels or hotels. Not the case. Oh, my God. My bed, I, I took my sheets off. Like the next morning, I wouldn't take them off. I went to bed. Next morning, I was looking at my sheets. It was a fucking crime scene. It was disgusting. I, I should have, like if I noticed how gross these sheets were, just like yellow stains all over them, which doesn't mean piss. I think that means shit. Because if it's, uh, you, piss washes out. Shit stains like that. Ugh. But uh, I saw something wild at La Quinta. So every, you know, we were in like a very... I don't know how to describe this. That sounded like a dude. It wasn't like the nicest town, but it had a theater. It was, you know, maybe I just didn't see. I was, once again, I was staying by a La Quinta next to a highway. So I really can't judge a town off that. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty rude of me to do, you know, just judging a town based off the worst possible. Like, in my, I, I live in a nice hometown. There's, there's a called, I think it's called the Rockville Center Inn next to Sunrise Highway. You can't judge my town based off that. But anyway, I'm at the La Quinta and uh, I look out my window and every car in the parking lot is at least 20 years old. It's, a, it's, you know, it's old, shitty, you know, hotel, side of the highway type of thing. Except under, like, the vestibule by the front door, there is a brand new Audi SUV, like, 
not even dealer plates, like those paper dealer plates. Like it, this thing was a either unregistered or it was out out by a dealer or they just got it type of thing. And I didn't think much of it, but I was like, that's pretty interesting that that's there of all places, given everything else that's around here. And uh, go downstairs to do, you know, the uh, the breakfast, you know, make my waffles, heat up some bootleg English muffins and some bagels. Use some bootleg cream cheese. Of course, it's not Philadelphia's own. It's some like horseshit farms cream cheese. I don't know. It's something something farms. But there's this couple, very, very meth-heady couple at the table next to me. And they had all the signs of being meth heads. And, you know, worn out black slipknot t-shirts, cut up jeans, bags under their eyes, shaved head. Oh, the guy had a shaved head. The woman, ponytail. Both probably 26, looked 47 just because of all the meth. And I couldn't, I think they were either fighting or very high because the guy kept on going. He's like, babe, baby, you know I love you, babe. Babe, and the woman—I don't know if she was like strung out, but she just unresponsive. I and she wasn't eating either. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go high, high and or mad at each other, or mad at him. But anyway, I uh, after I was done eavesdropping on the meth heads and I finished up my waffles, I went upstairs, and I saw the meth head couple get in to that Audi, which told me two things: one. They just came to that La Quinta for breakfast. They weren't staying there. They pulled up, parked in the vestibule, went there, made their waffles like I did, and just left. They got a free breakfast at the La Quinta. Can you believe that? And the thing is, I think you can do that. Anyone can do that. Any, any, if you know if a hotel that you know puts out breakfast from like 6 till 11, and you, and you waste all your money on meth two hours earlier, fuck yeah, you go to that motel and make breakfast. They were not, I am telling you for a fact, they were not, there, nothing about them told me they were staying at this ho- this hotel. But then they got off. I'm, I'm so curious though with the car. Did they steal this car? Did they work at a dealership? You can't, you can't work at a dealership dressed like this. You can't just be taking test runs out. I'm so curious why they had this car. Hey, maybe, maybe they sell meth. Maybe they're good at it despite their appearance. Maybe she was annoyed. Maybe she was annoyed that he stole the car and they were on the run. That That's the fancy I'm going to tell myself about this couple at the La Quinta. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that was the second night at the, the Auburn Avenue Theater. And I was having a nightmare because my phone charger just stopped. Like, the port on my phone stopped working. So I didn't, I didn't record the set, didn't take any pictures. It was a cool, like, it felt like we were in a farmhouse. Um... Like most, like most theaters are kind of like, I mean, I thought, not that I know anything about theaters, but uh, every theater on this four-night run has been different. We did an improv theater on Thursday. And let me tell you, folks, they fucking hated me. They absolutely despised me. Um, I was, I, 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 like I, I recorded the set, did not feel good about it, left almost immediately after. And then the next morning I was like, you know, doing my writing, listening to my tapes, and I was like, I'm getting laughs at like the laugh points, but sometimes you can like listen to a tape. There's two things that happen when you when you do when you do comedy and you record it. Either you're like, oh, that was amazing, 
I can't wait to put that tape on YouTube. And then you watch the tape and you go, good Lord. It felt good, but there was 12 people in that audience and that sounds like zero people on a YouTube tape. You need at least like, I think you need at least, at least like 70, 80 to make a tape. Or you make it, you record something with a phone or with a video and you feel awful about it and then you go back and you go that wasn't that bad that was actually pretty good and, and this is one of those things where I had the ladder I was like oh that wasn't that bad it was pretty good but then I remember like you just know the feeling it was one of those things too like it's a it's like you know artsy fartsy improv theater I hate that I said artsy fartsy oh, that just I'm not gonna remember to edit that out but please don't judge me on that one yeah this improv theater and it's like you know I'm not that breed of white person I'm you know I'm, you know, button-down, nice jeans, some type of boot. Um, I wear sneakers most of the time, but I try to, if I'm doing a show, like, I wanted to, you know, there's times where you dress nice. Um, Sometimes you just don't give a shit when you're just working stuff out. But this was the type of place, like, if you had a beanie and a beard and a Carhartt sweatshirt and some, some cool sneaks... Oh, you could you could crush, you could. Cr- I thought it was funny too. Some of the people that like really murdered on the first night didn't do as well on the second night, and then I did. I think my best show out of the three. We had done three so far. I have one more tonight. The second one was my favorite. Um, so it's just you know different audiences, different you know. Um, I'm not necessarily on blue collar, but the second night was more blue collar and it was clean too. And I think I've, I've made the decision. I'm going to work clean. I think from now on, like fully clean. I just, I've, I'm way more conscious. And when I say clean, that means like no cursing, no like, like absolutely no cursing, no, you know, murder, no, I'm not talking about murder, but like just unpleasant stuff. Stuff you can say in front of children. And I'm not going for like, you know, but just family friendly type of thing. Something you could watch. I like think of like a Nate Bargatze. Like you can watch his comedy with kids and still, you know, and not feel uncomfortable. Like that's what I mean by clean. And I'm just way more conscious of what I'm saying. I'm way more in the moment because I'm just like thinking, oh, don't say, and I'm not like, because I, I talk like an idiot, you know? Every other word sometimes is, you know, a swear. Even now I'm trying to, see, I'm just, I'm being more conscious. I'm being more in the moment by doing that, you see? But we'll see if that lasts. But yeah, that was the second night at this. But yeah, it was like a farmhouse. It was, uh, so improv theater's like, I don't know if you know what a black box theater is, but a black box is like uh, just, small improv theater this was like a the first night was like a black box but with wings it probably sat like a buck 75 200 um you know i I go more 175 i don't don't think this was more than more than 175 and they hated me and the second night was like a big farmhouse type theater uh wasn't sold out but there was a big crowd i'd say that was like a 250 seater and then last night was this cool movie theater in the Twin Peaks town. Well, that's the thing. I looked it up. So we were in North Bend, Washington, and I was told it's a Twin Peaks town. The diner from Twin Peaks, I'm pretty sure. Like, it could be one of these things where in Twin Peaks, the town is, I looked it up, it's not North Bend. But, you know, you shoot stuff in different towns, like Dumb and Dumber, set in Aspen, shot in Breckenridge type of thing. So Twin Peaks, set in, like, Sasquima, I, I I forget what it was. I don't look it up. Look it up now, but something with an S, probably partly filmed in North Bend. But cool, like picturesque town, like low rise, kind of like just pueblo-y. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but 
it was a uh, it was a cool sorry about the alarm picturesque town. Um, it was funny too watching in a movie theater, which was pretty much sold out. I'd say it was like ninety five percent full. A couple of uh, seats here and there not filled, but it was a good time. And uh, it was funny where I was, I was hanging out by like the comic section was by the door where people were walking out. And yeah, it's always funny hearing people like there was this one couple walking out and the guy's like, I couldn't tell if he was just trying to get laid, but he was like really pumping up his girlfriend. Like he was like, you should be up there. You were like, you were just as funny as those, those people up there. I'm telling you, babe, I'm telling you, you, you could do this. And they were you know passing by. So I didn't really get her reaction, but I was like, is this guy serious or is he, uh, is he this, this desperate? I, I'm just, I'm curious. I wanted to track him down, but it's always funny hearing, or like there was other people, there's two dudes walking out and uh, it's like a competition, this thing. And there's judges, different judges every night. And some people, I guess, in the audience didn't agree with who advanced in the competition, which I may agree with, but uh, <laughs> um, they were like, oh, I, I don't like how this is, uh, how they care about. You know, I think they care about things we don't care about, like stage presence and delivery. There's all those other stuff, all these other factors. And I just thought it was interesting that people actually picked up or knew about that. Yeah, now with like, I feel like with comedy podcasts and everyone, everyone knows everything about everything. You know, like if you're like a big enough comedy nerd, you know what's going on. You know what's like what goes in. Like people hate competitions, people hate festivals. Like comics do. I mean, just because of like the shit that. The shit that's like, if you know what, like, if you watch enough comedy, you know what hacky comedy is, you know what, you know, like an original joke is, you know what, and I just, you, you never really see that, I feel like, with audience, it was interesting to hear people say that on the way out, but, uh, what else is going on? We're going to Whidbey Island, uh, it's apparently like the, uh, I've been told it's like the Hamptons of Seattle, I had to take a ferry there, that's tonight's show, apparently it's supposed to be a big cedar, I don't, I don't want to say it's going to be I think it's going to be at least 400 people. I could be pulling that number out of my ass, but I could have swore I saw something like that, just like a big, like, oh, that's a, that's a, my biggest, my biggest crowd is 525, 525, um, kind of ate it. So I wouldn't mind getting in front of 400 or so and doing well. Um, but yeah, that's the night. We're taking a ferry over there. I'm out here with, uh, the only New York comic I knew coming in was Arielle Evans. She is from here, so it's been nice to get uh, a local's perspective as well. We're driving up there, taking the ferry. Also with, uh, I just met these guys, Alex Grubarb and Madi Litwack, I believe his name is. Yeah, um, nice fellas doing the festival. Very funny, both of them. And uh, yeah, I believe they're driving up with us. But yeah, Seattle's been nice. I uh, I got a, a wreck from a friend. I went to, I think it's called Pierogi Pierogi. It's like, uh, it was like pierogies, like baked goods, but like savory, like you can do savory or sweet. And I'm doing this whole I can't eat sweets till January thing. And uh, what's it called? So I, I did two savory. I got like this hot dog. It was like Uli's, Uli's jalapeno sausage. And then I did this, like, it was a, a Thanksgiving dinner. It was, like, turkey stuffing and cranberry all in a this big pierogi. It was delicious. So if you're in Seattle, that's my recommendation. Hit up pierogi. It was also very touristy. 
extremely touristy. Like I knew I was, I waited in line with all the other tourists. I told Ariel and her sister and they're like, Ooh, yeah, that's very, but the thing is, you know, I, I live in New York. I judge all these. I see tour groups walk by my apartment all the time. It's nice to be a tourist for once. I'm out taking pictures of the big, you know, whatever fish market sign there is in downtown. Sometimes it's nice to be a tourist. Okay. Sue me. But, uh, Glad to be back on the pod. I'll be doing more of these. I promise. Um, I know you're. I know you've been desperately waiting for them. And uh, yeah, sorry if the levels peaked and my my voice was very. I feel like I there's a lot of liquid in my mouth right now. Um, <laughs> like I'm very uh, cotton mouth for whatever reason. You know, traveling Seattle. Maybe there's a an altitude thing. I don't fucking know. There I go, swear, I'm trying to stay clean. But anyway, thanks for listening. I will be back soon.